Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. Welcome to the 103rd episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Nate Gibbs, a photographer. Enjoy. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the one and only Nate Gibbs in here. What's up, Nate? How do you do, Buckaroo? Bro, uh, background on Nate. I met Nate in Texas when I came there in 2000, was it 17? Yeah, it was a couple years ago. It was 2017. Yes, I met him uh, when I went and saw Josh, and we've been cool ever since, man. Nate is an incredible photographer. Um, I look up to him a lot. He cranks out work like no other person I've ever seen in my life. So that is amazing. We're going to get the life and times of Nate Gibbs. What's up? <laughs> so, yeah, let's get it. Let's get into it. So so tell me, I don't know if when you first really started like getting into the visual arts. So let's start there. Um, it's kind of a weird progression through everything. I just kind of always had a, a camera when I was younger. And, uh... Always went to shows. Always, I guess, wanted to document or do something with my life, and took a bunch of shitty pictures on uh, disposable cameras. <laughs> uh, and I think it got to be too much all the time. So my dad finally bought me a Rebel XS Sick. for my graduation that I still have and still use now, but. Hadn't used for a while. Yeah. I think that's sick. Uh, yeah. Did you... Um, it was, it's weird. About too much. Huh? You mean like too much as far as like the cost of doing disposables? Yeah. I mean, even back then it was a lot cheaper, but I was constantly buying disposables and just having them developed and, and printed out. I have box boxes full of old photos that I thought would look cool and they didn't <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think that's where it all starts you know you, no one takes great photos right off the bat I don't think absolutely not but they're going in blind yeah yeah um, especially in the time of film photography no one I mean you never know what was going to come out either way yeah um but yeah, so the buying film rolls back then Sick. ended up being a lot cheaper and using that Rebel, you could actually control more than just Kodak disposable yeah, for cameras. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, but it's, yeah, some... it's crazy huh? how like like films like coming back in like with a, with a vengeance... Um, and how expensive it actually is becoming, which is which kind of sucks. But um, yeah, I mean, digital. I mean, obviously, there's obvious uh, advantages of 
doing it digitally with instant gratification and you don't have to wait for anything and all that. So that's, that's always great. So I'm sure you're happy to get that from your dad for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that rebel was still, it was still a film camera too. Um, that was, fuck, when did I get that? Um, what year was this? So that was 2003. Oh wow. I think. Holy crap. Awesome. Yeah, and I carried that around with me for a couple years, and I took it to Alabama for Furnace Fest and shot some stuff out there, and then I don't know really what happened in the meantime, but I didn't touch my camera for, for hmm, probably like. 13 years after that 13 years yeah it uh i always had it with me everywhere i moved i just never just never brought it out it was real weird i'm not really sure what happened i just kind of not fell out of love with taking photos but it was just kind of more of an afterthought. I got busy doing other things, I think. Right. Were you uh, in school or anything for it, or did you just, was just all hobby? No, it was it was just all hobby at the time. Um, yeah, I just really, it made me feel like I was part of something, but then I got involved in other ways after that. So I started doing some bands and started booking shows and helping book shows and working around venues and stuff like that. So Right. It was just kind of I got busy doing other things, I think, and just didn't pick up my camera for a while. Yeah, for sure. Um but then uh after opening the Pine Box, which was a venue that yes. Josh and I and a couple other people then Midland, Texas, um, I noticed I was getting content for our Instagram or just my own personal Instagram wanting to document the bands that we had booked there. So I was just taking shitty photos on my phone, but it made me feel, <laughs> but it made me feel, it was weird. It was oddly comforting and comfortable like getting back it was like reverting back to my younger self but in a new age instead of disposable cameras it's digital content on my phone right 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 i mean it, well in back then it's probably what, maybe like an iphone like maybe the first one or something like what, what phone was it do you remember uh ooh. It's probably 2000, 2011 or 2012. So, actually, I didn't even have an iPhone at the time. I had a like an iPod Touch that I had gotten from one of my friends and took some photos out at Sound and Fury. And it was, <laughs> that's hilarious. I don't, I don't. I don't know how this happens. I just. <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I went out with uh, with Ivy League on the this West Coast tour, and 
uh, you know, just had my iPod with me. I think I still had a BlackBerry at the time, maybe. Sick. BBMs, rest in peace. Wait, no, no, that's still a thing, I think. I think they are. Who knows? I, I put on for Blackberries real hard for a while. It was like, <laughs> like yo, know, it's the business phone. And I was like, I'm emailing bands and agents and like, I need to look professional. Like, no one wants to deal with iPhone guy. Everyone wants Blackberry. Wants dude. Black- yeah, I remember those days. Holy crap. Uh, but yeah, I guess eventually that Blackberry just crapped out on me and I got an iPhone, whatever it was. Probably. Yeah. Four, yeah, probably. It sounds 2012. It sounds like a four or five, yeah. Um, but yeah. Damn, that's sick. So, so you really documenting bands is kind of a main reason you kind of got back into the to the groove of it. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was pumping out a lot of. I just like was documenting my life again. I guess Instagram kind of brought that back out of me oh yeah that was around 2012 yeah yeah so it was like just taking photos of my friends and just the goings on of life and bands and everything um and i think that kind of reignited a little bit of a spark it took a while for it to fully manifest because i didn't I didn't actually pick up my camera again, and then until 2017. So it was like I had just I had picked up that Rebel probably four or five months before we met. Oh wow! No way. Yeah. That's crazy because I remember we shot the um, we shot the Ivy League show. Yeah. The um uh mohawk yeah yeah that's nuts dude and then i feel like ever since then you've been like just kicking ass i mean i feel like when i left i was just like because i went into matt actually who i interviewed uh, a couple weeks ago in new york like last year sometime and i was just like dude how is nate cranking out so many shows dude i feel like it was every night yeah it just i i went real hard for a while and it's like looking back on it now, I'm glad it happened, but I also burned myself out a lot on it. Oh, did you? Are you kind of still? I mean, you still like putting out content, but isn't that as much as it oh, used to be? Yeah, for sure. It's just um, I'm just not doing it as heavy as I was. What made you? What was like, really pushing up until? That pushing pushing me to. Like scale yeah. back. Well, back then, what was really pushing you to like put out so much content? Was it for lost time or what? What I think, what? I think part of it was lost time and just, you know, just thinking like all these cool shows that I had seen and all these bands that I had booked or whatever. And it's like I could have still been doing that over all these years. So now, living in Austin. There's tons of shows going on all the time. And it's all stuff that I love and, you know, have access to on a daily basis. And I wanted to not miss out on that again, I think. Right. Uh, 
And I think part of it too is just aside from just taking photos in general, like I was feeling pretty jaded with live music in general yeah. and just a lot of things in general, just cause it was so overwhelming and such a huge part of my life that I, it got to a point where I was really uncomfortable. Oh, really? And yeah. In live music settings and just in social situations in general. So I, I had realized that even before that, like just taking those shitty photos on my iPhone for, you know, pine box stuff, it made me feel less anxious and more comfortable in those types of situations with all this kind of controlled chaos around me. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Um, so I wanted to go through that and kind of feel comfortable being in these situations again and seeing all these bands and really appreciating um, in my own way. Because it's, I guess it's weird when you just, you know, you're looking through the lens of a camera and you're not fully immersed in the experience. But for me, that was the only way I could. That was the only way that I could enjoy the band playing, you know, finding all the little nuances of, you know, the way they're strumming or, you know, just it enhanced the sound for me, too. And it because I wasn't worried about what else was going on around me. Right, right, right. That's incredible. So, I mean, how did you and how did you develop your skills? Because shooting shows is actually really hard. I mean, obviously, photographers like you and, you know, others we follow make it look very easy. But, I mean, that probably took a lot of lot of practice <laughs> so maybe tell us like what you used to learn how to do that and maybe who you looked up to at the time who was doing it well and all that um it's a lot of uh it was a lot of trial and error for me at first you know i just i relied on like automatic settings like when i first got uh, my DSLR in 2017, I just was like, I'm not really sure what I want to do, so I'm just going to like kind of let it go on auto and figure it out from there and like adjust where I need to. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but there was a lot of photographers I was looking up to at the time, you know. Um, two of my favorites still are, you know, pretty prevalent in like hardcore and alternative rock. And it's two great photographers, Angela Owens, oh, yeah. who I think like I was, it was one of the first music, like photography sets I like just was amazed by whenever I started getting back into it and then uh Danielle Parsons oh sick 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 um just it was completely different styles as far as just like editing and just the way that everything was framed and just it was 
it's just so wildly different but so great in their own ways and it just like I don't know, it just it opened my eyes a lot more to a lot of what was going on. And then, you know, Josh has been taking photos for years and so like seeing stuff like that and just kind of taking into account everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um and then just seeing what I could do out of that. Yeah, yeah. Um it's been it's been weird, but it's been cool since then finding other photographers that I really look up to and you know just constantly blow me away even outside of live music settings um, you know there's a living in also living in Austin it's a little daunting <laughs> just <Yeah. 'cause, laughs> there's so many creatives here even though the city's trying to push us all out. Um, oh, damn, that sucks. Yeah, it's not a, it's not super conducive to creative aspects anymore. It's getting a little expensive to live here, but, but there's just, and I've, I've been lucky to meet and call a lot of them friends and acquaintances over the past, even the past year, cause even like, the first year I was back shooting, I was really still kind of in my bubble and didn't talk to a lot of people, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I see someone with a camera, but I'm also like really socially awkward. So I'm just going to stand here and look dumb as shit and just like, <laughs> like be like, I don't know, like in my own little shell and just kind of hunching over and like in weird defense mode. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many amazing photographers in Austin and it, yes, there are. It's, it's really fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, Two of my favorites now are out of Austin, and they're both great, and they both do sick stuff and tour. Uh, Pune Ghana right now is out with Sunflower Bean and Beck and Spoon and Cage the Elephant. That's insane. Yeah. What? Yeah. (laughs) How how do you, um, as far as you being surrounded by... A bunch of creatives. I was in a big creative city. Do you? I mean, how do you? If you do feel any discouragement, how do you see yourself combating that? Um. Well, up until a few months ago, back to what we were talking about earlier, like the amount of content I was producing, like mm-hmm. I was just like, it's like you know, I have to get better. There's not any way to get better unless you're constantly in practice or trying to trying to better yourself. Yep. Like you can't just be like, all right, I shot this one thing. I'm better now. <laughs> like not shoot anything for a month or two and be like, Oh look, yeah, that's cool. I don't like, you're not going to see any progression that way. I don't think in any, in any medium. Like, Absolutely not. 
so yeah I just you know trying to find what worked for me and you know trying trying to go out of my bubble a little bit and do a little bit of weird gimmicky stuff too which I don't mind you know weird filters or like yeah angles or I've been really into like long exposure and light drag stuff sick yes um and just trying to incorporate that at least a little bit in a lot of shows um because sometimes bands also aren't that interesting to watch or shoot okay <laughs> okay uh, like sonically they can be great but you know Especially if you only if you're in a situation where you only get first three songs, and they don't really move around a lot, they're, you know they're pretty static. Oh yeah, yeah, I've been there before. Like you have to be able to create some sort of movement for them so it looks not boring. Right, right, right. right. Um, and I think that's. That's a cool thing that photographers can do because everything kind of plays off each other. And, you know, if people see photos that make a band look interesting, I think it also helps people want to go see that band live and further progress their career, too. Right. Not that, not that I do that because I'm, you know, Little Fish, Big Ocean, like, no one no one cares you know but i just think in general it's a it's a cool thing that can happen like a weird uh coalesce between mediums absolutely absolutely that's wild dude um yeah i'm definitely with you on that though but as far as and it's, it's like a step um away from live shows. I mean, cause you shoot other things. I see your places and people and you know, I think those, those all film photos. It looks like it's film. On your website. Yeah. Pretty much all those are all, are all film. Um, so that's, that's something I've been getting more into lately. Cause that's something that when I first had all those disposables and even with that rebel for a while, it was a lot of, my friends and like stuff we were doing and you know just getting around or like things that interested me outside of music right right and so for a while i actually bought a i was lucky enough to find this weird lot of point and shoots on ebay last year or a few months ago whenever it was and it was 17 point and shoots. Got it for 50 bucks. Damn. Most of them don't work. But still, like, I mean, it's just little small fixes that I could do if I really wanted to. But just being able to have all these options of, you know, there's some Pentax in there. There's some Olympus, some Canon, some, like, weird toy cameras. Like, <laughs> it, you know, it's just everything that you could get or want out of it is cool. And so I always carry one of those around with me now, just whatever's going on. You know, I'll, I'll take a couple music shots with it, 
but it's mostly just you know things that I see out and about you know while I'm at work or while I'm out with friends or um, you know going on trips it's it's just a really it it plays I don't know it's just like it's something that feels nostalgic to me but still right never really went away with like how social media progressed it was like it's still documenting your life but just in a different format I guess yeah absolutely I think I mean it looked incredible to me they do look very nostalgic and that's why I do love film so much and it looks like you've been to a couple different places so tell us about maybe some of your favorite places you've been um lately uh i haven't been traveling too too much lately but um back in november i went to seattle for a random trip a random weekend trip um i forget what the trip was actually supposed to be in the first place but it got all messed up and uh decided to go on a weekend trip to Seattle and I was like, you know what? I love Twin Peaks. <laughs> I'm a dweeb and so I did, you know, touristy stuff and went to uh, Snoqualmie Falls which is just gorgeous in general. Yes. Damn. Like, even if you're not even if you're not a fan of Twin Peaks, which a lot of people aren't, just like if you get a chance to go into the forest and see waterfalls in the Pacific Northwest. It's it's unreal. It's it's wild how green and lush everything is, and then just the waterfalls themselves are yeah out of control, and everything just looks beautiful. Like like you think I get it now. That's what like. That's what, all, yeah. That's what all this media was trying to tell me all of my life, you know. It's the stuff that you read about in books and you saw on TV. It's like, that's not really real. <laughs> and you see it, you're like, fuck, that's real. Dude, I've always uh, thought that was a fake place until I need to go see it myself. But for, until now, for, for now, I'm just like, nah, it didn't exist. <laughs> no, for sure. It, it's, it's such a weird thing. Like, I guess when you're mostly static in one place in your life, if like, you know, you don't leave your city or you don't leave your state and you go somewhere else in the country. It's like, I've seen these things, but I never thought they were fully real. It's like Hollywood magic. Like, but then you see it and it, it's honestly better than you could have ever expected. Damn. Uh, it's it's so amazingly beautiful up there. And then, you know, I walked around uh, parts of Seattle and just all the architecture there is great. And just by the waterfront. And I would go back there very soon if I could, honestly. I say, it sounds like it really uh, had an impact on you. Yeah. I mean, it's... I do want to check out other places and 
see a lot of other things. Um, I mean, I'd love to go back to Brooklyn and see all my friends up there. And I feel like I'm really in love with city living. Yeah. But I love nature. And so I think that, well, last time I went to Brooklyn, uh, my friends and I drove out to, uh, Dia Beacon, which is, I'm like upstate New York. And then we went to Woodstock, I think after that, just to go get food and everything up there is just like very similar. It's like towns inside of nature and you get kind of the best of both worlds you get to have small town downtowns surrounded by trees and beautiful stuff all the time yeah that sounds incredible i'll be back in brooklyn next month actually and um wow i need to get i need to get more out west i was in california last year but i didn't get to see like the you know the parks or anything so Oh, for sure. Yeah, I and, yeah, and I think now that I've picked my camera back up, I want to travel more again, which I, I was kind of against for, for a while just because I got to be responsible guy again and have a steady job and... Blah. You know, yeah, <laughs> do, all the, do all that stuff. And, you know, luckily I've been able to follow more creative routes as of late so i think being able to travel and i think with photography if you can find those avenues traveling is great because you can see more of the country and you can see all these different things that you normally wouldn't see and all the different architecture and all the different nature and all the different people and I just find that really interesting to from a social perspective and then also from a photographer's perspective too because taking photos of the same thing every day yeah you can hone it and get good at it and you know you know what works in whatever place you're shooting but it just kind of takes a little bit of the surprise out and a little bit of the fun yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you, and so these these creative endeavors you're kind of getting into now, what are those? Just all photo-based or is it something else? Um, yeah, right now it's all photo-based. I mean, part of me does want to maybe attempt to get back into some sort of music again, but I don't know if my heart's really fully in it. But... I would love to be able to travel and take photos and, um, you know, try to freelance and shoot bigger, cooler things as far as like festivals or bands or, you know, as of right now, that's kind of my main focus. I do want to start to shift away a little bit and I really want to go to Japan and shoot like pro wrestling out there. Damn, that would be nuts. Or even like go to 
go to Europe and do the same thing. And there's great photographers that I've started following in both of those areas. And just like, you know, I've, that's another thing that I've loved since I was a kid. Like I love pro wrestling and I never, it was one of those things where I always saw photographers at ringside and I always bought, you know, all the magazines when I was younger, but it never really clicked with me because it, it kind of got phased out over the years until I started watching Japanese wrestling again and started going to more indie shows and, you know, seeing that that was still a thing. And then it's just like, it's just so amazing. And it combines two of my big passions in life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I would like to start shifting into that. and But I want to just travel around and, you know, see bands, yeah. see cool things and take photos of everything as long as I can because, you know, no one knows how long you got in this world. Nope. So try to make the most of what you do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dude, heck yeah. I love it. You actually you actually answered what I was going to ask you next. <laughs> it was like, where do you want to end up with uh, with your with your arts and um do you pretty much just answer you want to travel and take photos of bands and all that yeah i mean i feel like that's the way i am now but you know have had friends that have started out in live music and now they're like product like photographers and do a lot of portrait stuff and you know there's people like the one of my friends like works for the San Antonio Spurs now. I have friends that, like, shoot for newspapers and, like, have have had stuff in, like, the New York Times. And I'm just like, that's cool. I knew you when you were just, like, hardcore kid <laughs> photographer. Uh, yes, yes. But, but, yeah, no, it's sick to see that. And I think that's a progression for a lot of people. And I would like to do some of that work, but I don't know if my heart is just fully in stuff like that. Yeah. Right now. Well, the beauty of it I, is that you can go in so many different directions that, you know, a direction where your heart is into it, you know? You can do so many different things. Yeah, for sure. And I think just as I've been trying to do more portraits lately, but. I, it's hard for me to not necessarily give direction, but just feel very, I don't feel as loose, you know, yeah. like I'm really into candid things. And I think that's why live music and then pro wrestling kind of appeal to me more because for the most part, even if you think, you know, what's going to happen, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And there's always something really beautiful about just, like, seeing the emotion out of someone's face, like, true emotion, and not, it's like, hey, act like you're 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Really having fun or act like you're upset or, you know, just those raw, candid moments that you can get out of other things. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I said, that may change later. We'll, we'll see. But I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of beauty in, like, caught moments like that you know yeah absolutely i mean that's what and that's it makes sense of why you like taking photos of bands live because you just spot to spontaneity you know it just makes that makes sense so that's awesome so give us a top top three bands that you want to tour with Ooh, that's hard all right top five Uh bands i mean as far as just like a musical perspective or just like wanting to shoot wanting to shoot them uh well i just made a post about this the other day but i would love to just be able to shoot neurosis oh my god that would be crazy like every day i would just (laughs) it's just and just i love that band so much so just musically it'd be great to be able to tour with them all the time and then just like seeing them and just shooting them and getting to get all the different angles and all the everything would be amazing um from stuff that i'm not personally into musically but i think would be fun and great to shoot um 21 pilots interesting okay okay i don't i don't really I'm not into that whole scene really, but every time I've seen photos of them, like their production is just ridiculous. And it's just two people and they can fill up a whole arena with their stage presence. Yeah. Their live shows look crazy. Yeah. It's out of control. Um, and then I think just from a, a real fun perspective, I think I really want to, I think crowd-wise would be a little weird, but I think I would like to go out with like Slipknot from a production standpoint too. Interesting. Um, see, I'm thinking like mostly from production standpoints because you get – you know pyro and you get wild lights and you get a lot of movement and a lot of like emotion from that way it's not just because i've I've, most of the venues that i shoot in are all too small for a lot of production so it's a lot of the same background and a lot of things going on all the time even if the lights are a little bit different the you know you can still tell where you are yeah yeah instead of like having production where it's like you don't necessarily know what city you're in or like what venue you're in in that way but yeah i think okay stuff like that would be real fun i would also i don't know if i could go out with 
trying to think of. That was a. Of a, a. Honestly, you know what? I would really like to tour with Miguel. Wow, that would be different. Wow, that would be awesome. Like I haven't gotten the opportunity to shoot a lot of. Um, like rap or R and B or soul or funk or really a lot of things that I do listen to a lot more I guess just cause you know it's unless you're in those circles it's kind of hard to get more in those circles yeah yeah um I mean what I have been able to shoot has been great um but I think from he's also got great production and he's got a great stage presence um musically i just dude is he's almost a, like the second coming of prince like so he's there's a beast yeah it's i saw him play a or i guess two songs during south by this year and it was with this orchestra or not an orchestra, but like a string accompaniment, accompaniment. And so it was just like strings playing his songs and then him just singing. It was just so pure. And I was like, I was like, man, I hate you. How are you this good? <laughs> I don't understand. Dude, that would be, that's just such a variety. Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, musically, I would love to tour with a lot of other artists, but I think as far as production and like what I think would look cool, photographing, I think I would go with those. Okay, okay, I like that. I hope to see you on on the road with all of them. <laughs> You're telling me, one day maybe. Dude, no more, no maybes. We're done with maybes. It's, it's gonna happen. All right, dude. Thank you. This has been so good. I I had no clue that um you've been kind of shooting for that long, <laughs> two thousand three. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of. Yeah, I have photos from like. Two thousand one, two thousand two on disposable stuff, but. Yeah, it was. 2003 and then I think the last photos that I took were maybe 2004 before the break yeah before the break until two years ago Damn. and now here I now here I am here I am here we, we're, we're talking here we are <laughs> dude that's so sick I'm happy I, um you know I got to talk to you about this and I'm, I'm a huge fan um hopefully people I'm a huge fan of you dude Nate stop it Dude, let's talk about your your little portrait session and this new project that I can't wait for, to come out. Dude, yeah, the new book. Yeah, yeah I want it. It's gonna be sick, dude. Yeah, it's still like it's like super low key under wraps. Still, like I'm still shooting people quietly. <laughs> but it's almost done. I need some more guys, but it's almost done. I thought you're done over here. I no, want it. No. Need it now. Nate, stop it. Nah, you're, you're gonna be the first one to get it. Hell yeah. I might just send it to you. I might get your address and just send it to you without even telling you. All right. That's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'll take it. But yes, dude. Well, where can we find you on the internet? Um, so my Instagram is Bigain Photo. It's B I G A N Photo. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing on Facebook. And then uh, if you'd like to check out my website, it is BigAinPhoto.com. Yes, and you were in Austin, Texas. I am in Austin, and Texas. But if you're hearing this and you like my stuff and you want to fly me out somewhere, I'm not going to be opposed to that. Dude, please fly him out. He's taking and you were and you will take him. Um, you are for hire, right? For what I am abso- Yeah, I'm absolutely for hire. Okay, so cool. So get him to take your photo if you're out in Texas, or if you want to fly him out to Europe or Japan, where he wants to go anyways. <laughs> Or if you have some photo layouts you want me to be part of, I was just uh, in the new Glitterer record on Anti and Epitaph dude, Records. I yes. had a photo on that. So. Dude, yes. Obviously, yeah, dude, yes. That's incredible. I remember seeing that. I was like, dude, that's that's freaking amazing. So I'm, I'm down for all of that, too. So just hit me up. And uh, if you start out an email or whatever saying, how do you do, Buckaroo, I will probably respond to you extremely fast. <laughs> <laughs> is that some Texas shit? <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 send that email to him, please. If you listen to this, do not send him that. <laughs> I'm gonna destroy whoever does that. <laughs> but I will forward it to Daniel if you do. Oh my <laughs> god! But yes, dude. Shout out to shout out to Nate. Shout out to Texas. Uh, I need to come see you again very soon. I need to stop playing. But yeah, I know. I know. What have you been I, doing? I miss Get you. Out. Miss you, man. We'll talk. I'm going to Vegas soon. You should meet me in the middle. <laughs> I'm literally in the middle of you in Vegas. <laughs> oh, that's very <fair laughs> true. <laughs> okay, then. We're going to talk soon, then. <laughs> All right. All right, dude. All right, brother. Thank you for doing this. Much love. Goodbye. Bye. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.